You're listening to the Primal Alternative Podcast. Inspiration for your evolution. Dr. Maria Zushman is an integrative chiropractor, podcaster, facilitator, stress adaptation and performance coach, or Dr. M, as she is affectionately known, has a passion for for helping our community to feel and function better in all aspects of their lives and to help them identify and remove interferences that are holding them back from their goals and achieving their full potential in their own unique way. Dr. M speaks and teaches with humor and warmth and realness whilst having the amazing ability to make what may seem complex easy with simple action steps to help your life to the next level. She's been in the, in the health, wellness and performance industry for over 25 years. Outside of her hands-on work in the chiropractic um, chiropractic practice, that was hard to say. She's a sought after speaker and facilitated hundreds of wellness workshops over the last 17 years. And Dr. M's original weekly podcast series with 125 episodes, Be the Queen of Your Stress, was rated number one stress podcast on Feedspot. Dr. M's new podcast, Aligned You, continues to focus on how best to adapt your stress so you can truly be aligned in your body, head, and heart to reach your full potential in your own unique way. She released her debut book, Align, Be the Queen of Your Stress, in 2019, and heaps of Primal Listers bought copies. Dr. M has mentored other business owners around Australia and is an award-winning businesswoman and has been engaged as a keynote speaker and facilitator nationally. You can listen to M's Aligned You podcast on iTunes or Spotify, um, and you can also follow her on Insta. Go to Aligned You or Dr. Maria Z, or join her Facebook group, Aligned You Collective. I'm your host, Helen Marshall. I'm a primal health coach and founder of the grain free food business, Primal Alternative. And we make breads, cookies, pastries, pizza bases, granola, jellies, wraps. Did I say pastries? And we also have packet mixes to make going grain-free and keeping your long-term health vision doable, delicious, and a lot easier. And you can also become a producer. And my main job as the founder of Primal Alternative is, as well as developing the recipes, growing the brand, is to recruit new producers. So if you have got a real um, desire to have your own business and your values are based around real food and working from home and making a difference in your community in in a healthy way, then please head to primalalternative.com to check out our full range and how to join us as a producer. Dr. M, old mucker, it's good to have you back on the show. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you, H. It is an absolute pleasure, as per usual, to be joining you. So what did you have for breakfast? That's a really interesting question this morning because you mentioned it literally as you said we're about to hit record. And I was thinking, did I actually eat breakfast today? I believe I fasted till lunch. So bre- breakfast was uh, actually a lovely uh, crispy pork belly, like skin belly pork. That's actually probably not a whole sentence there, but it was an Asian style salad with it um, and a really delicious focaccia. So it wasn't a breakfast food as such today. It was actually lunch. 
Oh, that sounds delicious. I had a crispy, delicious. Yeah, crispy skin pork. I had crispy skin salmon. I thought you were going to say oh, nice. salmon. I was going to go, oh, my God, jinx. But um, ah. slightly different. Yeah, I love crispy skin anything. So good. many ways we can go with that. So <laughs> well, not everything. I just mean like chicken and salmon and pork. <laughs> oh, I'm so dirty-minded. Animal, animal protein. Animal protein, yes, yes. Yes, right. got it, got it. I think I'm blushing. Okay, so... <laughs> So early on, boom, that's a record. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it, we've only just got started. Oh, hilarious. Okay, so what we're going to talk about today <laughs> is body, head, and heart alignment. What's that? Oh, well, that stems from well, the last time we spoke, H, I was still the queen of your stress and the queen of my stress. No, I wasn't the queen of your stress. I was the queen of my own stress. Um, I changed my entire brand at the start of 2020, which was couldn't have been better timing given what we all landed in in 2020, which I went from really focusing in Be the Queen of Your Stress on recognising, managing and using your stress into Aligned You, which is my new podcast and my new branding, which is all around body, head and heart alignment. So to really be aligned and to be, in my humble opinion, to be functioning be able to function at our, own, at our absolute best in our own unique way is there the three key areas to have in your best possible alignment and that from a body sense you're functioning at your best, a head and mindset place you are as well. When I'm talking about heart, I'm talking about soul and spirit, that you have a connection whatever way you define that as being that you really love and that floats your boat. So let's just um, take a, a, before we dive into a bit more about like what that looks like and how you do it and your top tips and takeaways. Let's just talk about the rebranding because I know a lot of people that listen to this podcast are in their own business in the health and wellness space. So talk to me about rebranding and what that looked like for you going from the queen of your stress to aligned you. Was it easy to do? Uh, it was easy to make the decision to do. The process itself, like anything, is the part that takes the time and the patience, right? So I had what the journey to take a few steps back was I've been in my integrative chiropractic practice for the last 17 years and it was my first branding if you like it was I started off in practice uh, from practice I moved into speaking from speaking I moved into podcasting from podcasting I moved into more keynote and corporate work around Australia and so I basically at one point H, I had five different websites under five different names Uh, and because it had basically each piece got added on top if that makes sense through my own evolution and growth and and I know offline you and I have many conversations about the personal development and growth and work that we do outside of our own personal work and through that period as I was changing and evolving I realized that my old branding didn't really fit with where I was going it, was, it felt like it was my, my first step in the journey of how I was helping people. So it was a natural step to bring everything under the one banner when I was actually moving my, my practice base from Shell Harbour, which is down the south coast of New South Wales, and I'd moved everything back up to Sydney. And it made sense at that moment in time to shift everything under one banner. So now I have one website, much easier to manage, uh, that fits the three key pillars that I look at within my professional work, which is the body, head and heart alignment. Oh, I love it. It makes so much sense. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm all for the one brand too because I think that, you know, you, you have different sort of streams to how you get your message across and how you serve people. But I often think that, yeah, once you try and divide it all up, you become segmented. Was it, was it hard work trying to 
keep on top of all those different websites and all the different social media pages associated? Uh Absolutely, because at different times when my branding was confused, and I will say it was confused with the, across the multiple websites, was number one, which website was I meant to send people to? And depending on the, the day, people might end up on a very, for example, if they ended up on my old Inner Edge Wellness website, which is my company name, is that was very chiropractic-centric and it was very Shell Harbour-centric. And then if they ended up on my drmaria.com.au website, that was very much my speaking and prof- my professional facilitating work. And so it was very confusing depending on where you ended up and if you google search me then you might end up on the wrong website and so then it would become very confusing so if I'm getting engaged to speak about say stress adaptation in Melbourne and they ended up on my Shell Harbour chiropractic page it'd be like why would we get you to come and speak in Melbourne (laughs) um and (laughs) like there was this mismatch of messaging basically and and uh, there is no irony to the fact that my my new business name is aligned to you because you know, mismatching or misalignments, which is so very chiropractic-centric and, and fits in with the philosophy of vitalism beautifully, it also comes to business. If we're misaligned, if we've got um, incongruencies within our messaging, it's very hard for people to understand why would they engage us or with us? Why would they want the products that we have on offer or the services that we have on offer? And and how do we fit with them? So it was a really interesting experience going through that process. And I was, the actual name of Aligned You came very easily. Uh, I meditate quite a lot. We'll, perhaps we'll touch on that uh, in today's interview. But in my meditations often is when uh, the ideas, the bolts of lightning will come or when I used to drive down the freeway from Sydney to Shell Harbour, which also is a meditative state. It puts us into a theta brainwave story for perhaps another time. But often some of my best ideas would come either when I was driving down the big road in a theta brainwave state or in meditation. And that's actually where the name for Aligned You came from. And it all aligned, sorry to pardon the pun, um, mm-hmm. really easily. Uh, and then going through the branding process itself, one, I find that side of um, my work fun, uh, actually coming up with that messaging with a dear friend of mine that uh, helped me do the branding was a really interesting process to to get it right. Or as, and, you know, this is always an ongoing process, to, but to have it in a state that I'm oh, like, that's freaking cool. And I think when we can look at our own businesses and go, that's freaking cool, we know we're uh, in the right space. Oh, absolutely. It's so exciting to look at something you've done and go, oh my goodness, I did that. It's so cool. And it's, I think you need to have that, you know, you need to be proud about how you're you know, positioning yourself online in the world so that you can actually go out and um, do a good job of it. But I tell you what, that I feel like Aligned You is just a natural evolution for you. And it really does feel like it encompasses everything you do. Um, right through, like you say, from like physical alignment as being a chiropractor, right through to all of the personal development work that you do and that the stress adaptation work. So I think it's it's great, and I love what you've done. So congratulations on your rebranding. Well, thank you, <laughs> thank you, H. I would have been a bit devastated if you told me you didn't like it. In yeah, the shit. <laughs> love that. Would that would have been a bit shit. <laughs> that would have been a bit shit to do that publicly. So, but I appreciate the praise. Um, look, it, it's a very natural. You're right. It's a very natural fit for everything that I do, and I and I, I often feel. And again, we might touch on it today. When things are meant for you is a natural fit it shouldn't feel forced and I and I certainly feel that with um, you know there's been trials and tribulations as there has been for everyone this year has been an interesting year that's for sure but the certain things have fallen very easily into place and I feel really blessed and grateful for that that's really cool so let's look at the actual intricacies of body head and heart alignment 
Let's start with body. Absolutely. So in terms of body, I focus on five key areas in practice now. Number one is spinal health and um, function. Two is breath and making sure people are breathing properly. The third is inflammation from a food point of view, which I know is something you're very passionate about. Movement as well, that people are moving functionally. And also from a, a mindset component is how we're, how we're thinking about how well our body is functioning also plays a role. I call it the aligned you consciousness. Is If you are consistently thinking throughout the day that, you know, your body's failing you and that you're, you know, that it's, it's failing you in how it's looking, feeling, functioning, um, that will have an impact on how it's doing all three of those things. Whereas when you're actually looking at it, well, actually my body is a beautiful thing that is holding me up and supporting me every single day. It's amazing how big of a difference that can make in people's healing process and also in their fun- performing uh, and functioning as well on a day-to-day level. Um, in terms of with that alignment from structural sense is obviously with my chiropractic hat on, is making sure your spine's in an optimal position and that your muscles and joints are working correctly is really important as far as that's concerned. Uh, And the rest helps it all fall into place. Too easy. It just sounds like you're just making so much sense with everything you're saying. So what about head? And then if you want to follow on to heart as well. Absolutely. So when it comes to head alignment, this isn't about shrinking your head or anything like that. It's making sure for me and how I define it is understanding I suppose the way that I like to break it down is what floats your boat? What goals do you and aspirations and how do you want to design your life? What would you like it to look like? What reality would you like to be living on a day-to-day basis? And then planning it out and designing it that way. So I talk a lot about time and energy management in the workshops that I run for different corporates and um, organisations. And it amazes me and it never ceases to amaze me how much time people lose by not designing their week properly. You and I have had this conversation before where sometimes people get irritated by people like us because we get a lot of stuff done in inverted commas and they go, how come you get to do that? And it's like, because we des- I design it that way. So, for example, this week just gone, I had the pleasure on Tuesday of being out on a boat on Sydney Harbour for the day with a group, my inner circle group that I'm a part of with six other entrepreneurs and we had the best day out and I you know, there are people that like, how come you get to, you got a nice life. How come you get to do that midweek? It's like, because I make choices and I design things and book things in so that I can actually have those sorts of experiences with people that help elevate me, help elevate how my level of thinking and the level of thinking of the possibilities that are open to me. hope that makes sense. Is so by hanging out with different people that actually can be able to expand the thought process of what is actually possible um, is pretty bloody amazing. So having that ability to design your life within that headspace, really, really important. From a heart point of view, and this is going to be a little bit different for everybody depending on your belief systems, um, but from that point of view is that there's a connection between what's going on with that goal setting, the design, and doesn't make you feel good. Do you have a connection to a greater being, whether some people would call that God, some people would call that source, some people would call that universe? Um, you know, do you have a connection that's healthy in that way? Uh, and so that's where, for example, we run our Ziva Life Collective Retreat once a year where we go into that sort of area and, you know, it really is about figuring out what your belief systems are and how that is and whether it is or is not aligned. Perfect. Love it. And I, I agree, especially I love the sound of your inner circle um, they say, don't they, that you're the they being them. Um, they say that those, you are those the, clever people. Those people. Um, they say that you are the sum of the five people that you spend the most time with. So, you know, you need to make sure that the people that you're hanging out with are aligned with your values. I even think it's cool to have 
people in your inner circle who are where you want to be because you know they can show you how they can show you how to get there and you can identify the traits that they've got within them within you and see that they aren't special you know like they're not special going out on a boat on a Tuesday with really cool high vibing people they designed their week that way and it's just as simple as taking action to get involved with a group like that and like you say scheduling and creating space in your diary to and your schedule to do it. And I know you and I are big schedule junkies. Like I have everything scheduled in like you do. Into, and I know you schedule getting up to see the sunrise and, you know, I schedule in book week assembly today. Like it's really important for me to connect with the school community, be there for my daughter, you know, and, and, and that's really added to this full day. But yet, you know, you, you can always be too busy to go and do other things. But then when you actually make the time to get there, you're like, oh my goodness, I got there, had this great experience and got all the other shit done too. Do you find that? Uh, 100%. And it, and it does in terms of the people that I hang out with. Uh, and I have, I have, I am blessed with amazing humans in my sphere, people that have been a part of my life for my entire life, people that have been friends for, we've, friends of mine for the last 30 years and then newer people that are coming into my sphere who are, are amazing in their business life they enjoy and in spirit in their business life their home life and their in their play life as well and what I love hanging out with people that as you said are, are either where I want to be in terms of I look at what they're achieving and go that's cool and you get to ask questions that you wouldn't get to ask other people that might be in your sphere like how did you do that yeah. That's freaking cool. Mm. And also to have people in that sphere, it's all well and good that they've done it, but are they willing to share it is the next stage. And that's where I'm really blessed with the people that, are, as I said, are coming into my sphere. And it's it's quite constant now that, and again, this comes into alignment of head and heart and body is particularly from a heart point of view, when we are in alignment with our values and our belief systems and we're, we're heading heading in the right direction for where we're meant to be. And that will like, be different for everybody listening. So for example, my ideal place to live is not the south coast of WA. That's not where I'm meant to be. I know that's where you love to be, H, as probably living in the middle of Sydney is not your ideal either. So it doesn't mean I have to go and live in Denmark to achieve what I want to be achieving, if that makes sense. But what's truly amazing and, it, and I'm, I am still in awe and wonder about it is that when I come into a better place of alignment within particularly that head and heart space and heart even more, most importantly, is the amazing people that keep coming into my sphere is quite phenomenal. You know, we think about how you and I met. It was really over a glass of wine in Kiama two and a half years ago or three years ago. <laughs> like who would have thunk it um, that because of we bonded over a glass of red wine and sake that we would still be, you know, in this communication and on very similar paths uh, on the other side of the country. I know. It's, it's freaking cool. And, it's freaking And cool. when we look at some of those it, the people that I certainly have in my sphere, um, they, as I said a moment ago, and I hope it made sense for your listeners, is that because other people have have walked a slightly different path, it expands your idea of the possibilities of where I can go. And it might not be where they're going, like it might not be as far as they're going, but even if I took a few steps towards their going, I'm going to be in a very different place than if I'd stayed back where I was. hope that makes sense. So no, yeah, hanging yeah. out with those people just expands the possibilities. So what about this then? What if, if you're in a situation where you're like, well, I've got these great big ideas that, you know, um, nobody around me really gets, right, which is so common. So, like, I know when mm. I come out with my big goals and ideas, you know, there's the, they say as well, don't share your million-dollar ideas with um, $10 people 
because they will, you know, rain on your parade and crush your dreams and make you think, oh yeah, you're right. I probably shouldn't do it anyway. It's a bad idea. But, um, you know, I know when I, when I come up with my like crazy dreams, um, that, you know, and, and I love what you said as well about the drive and the theta brainwaves, because I get so many good ideas when I'm driving. I have to actually like do voice memos to myself so that I don't forget any of the downloads because sometimes when you get into that state, when you come out of that state, you can't remember what happened. <laughs> do you get like that? <laughs> totally. It is not unusual in meetings that I'm in that voice recorders go because I'll, stuff will come out of my mouth and then people go, what did you just say? I go, I don't know. Can't remember. Yeah. Or I can't remember quite the wording on it. It happened today, happened today over lunch where um, an idea came about some copy that I needed to write for our, our retreat that's coming up next February. And um, and I literally said, oh, just excuse me while I, to the friend I was having lunch with, I just excuse me while I actually um, make a note of that because if I don't, it goes it's gone. Like that. It, it's and I feel like it goes absolutely. and it goes and finds somebody else. Like if you, it's like, oh, you don't want me? Okay, I'll go and, you know, I'll well, go. It's written in many different ways by many different authors, but the way that I, I suppose I will paraphrase many different people is they talk about that, you know, you have the voice or the calling or the download or the tap on the shoulder. And, and if you're thinking about it from a quantum point of view is that it's sitting up in quantum and, and basically it's, it's available to whoever's ready to hear it. And so if you don't take action on that big dream, somebody else will because mm-hmm. it's sitting there ready to go. It's an idea that needs to get action. So it's just waiting for the right person to actually take it and run with it. Um, the the book Eat, Pray, Love, you might have read it where two ladies actually were writing very similar books at the same time. And it's Elizabeth Gilbert, isn't it? Her book actually yeah. dropped first Eat, and became a bazillion dollar. Um, I might have got that around the wrong way. Um, thank you for correcting it if I did. Um, and then the but the her book sold millions and bazillions of copies, and the other book was successful, but not nearly as success, successful. But it was similar ideas in terms of the journey these two women had gone on, which again I think is fascinating. But one hundred percent agrees. You've got to pick your audience with who you're sharing your big dreams with, because there are a lot of people um, that don't get it, and then there are actually a lot of people that totally do get it, and they're going to celebrate your wins and. Um, again, over time is, and I literally was having this conversation over lunch today with, with a friend I was having lunch with, is we were actually having a conversation because she thought it was quite controversial that um, the words, you know, people breaking up with friends were being used in various areas, whether it was breaking up with friends or cutting friends that are toxic out of your life. And we were having a really interesting conversation with it, which we ended up getting full circle with in the sense that she said, oh, I just couldn't do that to people. And I actually used our own friendship as an example. We were best mates through our 20s. We're both now well and truly into our 40s. And we used to hang out nearly every single day. We definitely used to speak every day for about 10 years. And just because of where life took us, that stopped happening. We would always have lunch once or twice a year. But it wasn't that we broke up with each other or that we, you know, cut each other. It just was, it just didn't serve either of us to be spending that much time together anymore. Life had changed. And and I think that that's interesting when we start looking at when we're making changes in our business life or our personal life that is going to be different to the status quo that we're currently in. You need to pick the right audience and sometimes you need to change the audience in terms of who you're hanging out with and start adding new people in that want to celebrate those wins versus they might be really happy for you to just hang with them doing the same old thing because that yeah. ain't fun. That's I don't find that fun. No, I agree. I agree. But what I would love you to share is your tip of how to find these people, right? Because um, it's like, well, you know, what do I do? Do I just hang out around the school gates or just approach strangers in the supermarket? Do I hang out in bars? It's like trying to find a new date. You know, it's like, how do I find, 
high vibing people. And I know that um, my sort of business bestie mentor, she um, approached me and said, um, would you like to catch up for a coffee? I'd like to hang out with high vibing, with a high vibing woman. Right. Mm. And when I first read it, I thought she was asking me for a suggestion of a friend that she, cause I, you know, I was like, <laughs> I thought you thought she was hitting you up for something else. Age. I was like, oh. Oh, power to you lady. There you go again. Um, <laughs> no, and I, I was That's like, oh, she, I was like, oh, she can't mean me, you know, like, but she was, she meant, and, and I was like, oh my goodness, she thinks I'm high vibing. And now I totally own high vibing. But back then, you know, like seven years ago, when it was just the beginning of my, um, you know, journey to, you know, my, my biggest serving or my, my best offering and what my purpose is, um, you know, I, I didn't believe that. So, so my tip would be, just, you know, identify people that you really love and admire and hang out with them and just, or just ask them to hang out with you. What, what would your tips be? Oh, look, I think that that's a great tip. I think um, I, if I look back to, and it's actually funny, I was doing a before and after picture today of when I met my dear friend Pauline Nguyen who we run a treat together and I'm part of, she runs the inner circle that I'm part of and has she's been opened so many amazing doors for me in my life in the last four years. Uh, and I'm very grateful for her coming into my world. How did I meet P? Well, she's one of the uh, most engaged keynote speakers in Australia and, and also as an international speaker, international author. Um, I would never have reached out to her directly, but what I ended up doing was I had gone to an afternoon that she had run and on that particular afternoon four years ago she had mentioned, you know, she dropped in about coaching and mentoring and the next day I was sitting there going, you know what, I really want a female mentor. Like she's cool, she's different, she's disruptive, she does stuff I might never do but far out this was one of the examples of if I even went halfway to what she's doing now, I'd be freaking pretty happy with myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and the next day one of the things that I would say that was a very big, bold step was two things. Number one was I was big, brave and bold and I sent a message because what was the worst thing that could happen? I actually sent her a message. In my head I'm like, who am I to send her a message? Oh, please. But I was like, well, what the frick is the worst thing that can happen? She ignores me. So I'd sent her a message saying, look, I'm looking for a female mentor. All the mentors that I had, coaches that I had in my world or colleagues I had were all men. I was like, I need a female mentor in the space that I'm moving into, which was speaking. And anyway, to cut a very long story short, she did answer me. We met a couple of weeks later. Uh, She said, I don't need, let's not me mentor you, Doc. Let's actually collaborate on that retreat you want to run. And that's where our Ziva Life Collective retreat actually stemmed from. And this coming up in Feb will be the fourth time we've run it. Now, if I wasn't big and brave and took that bold step, which was a bit scary of sending the message in the first place, it would be like that lady that asked you out for, for a coffee. Like there's that moment of, oh, what if she says no? What if I get rejected? Mm. Oh, my God, what does that look like? So you've got a choice. You either sit in that fear state or you go, effort, I'm going to be brave and I'm going to send the message, what's the worst thing that can happen? And then the second step to that is being brave and bold enough to say yes and figure the details out later because sometimes people offer us things and we go, oh, I can't do that. It's a bit like you saying, oh, I'm not the high vibing one versus going, sure, don't know why I've been asked for, out for lunch. You seem cool. You do cool stuff. I'm just going to go and figure it out later. Don't <laughs> know why I've got asked there. Like obviously keep yourself safe, folks. <laughs> meet up with people you don't know just some random Indian man that sent you a message offering you a a trip to Bali if the borders ever open but you you know what I mean like if there's people that have come into your sphere and they're asking you to go for a coffee or to meet up 
the other the, the the disclaimer I'd put on that or the caveat I'd put on that is particularly when you have um, when you're first getting started and people are uh, you probably get this all the time H people want to pick your brain I'd be mm-hmm. mindful of those invitations because you still want it to be a little bit like what you were saying about them don't give million dollar ideas to ten dollar people there are some people that want your your hard earned investment in your brain power for nothing. And mm-hmm. that's not cool either. So it's having those three things I would say be very mindful of is it's great to be able to mentor people but understand what that exchange is. Yes, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, spot on, spot on. Now, when, on, when you were on the show last time, we were talking about stress and you gave me a real aha moment, aha moment in the podcast because you said not all types of stress is bad and some kind of stress is, is good and it's, it's about how you perceive it. And, you know, like the stress of reaching out to a new mentor. I mean, how excited are you when you go, oh, my God, I'm going to send a message. Send. Oh, my God, send it. Oh, my God, she's replied. You know, like it's, it's fun, right? It's like I think that's still so much fun. And then, like you say, you've gone on to create your Ziva retreat. And if you hadn't sent that message, you wouldn't have affected and um, enhanced the lives of all the participants who come on the retreat, right? So it's like who are you not to go with those little, you know, gut instincts or little uh, whispers or inspirations? Like you just do it and what's the worst that could happen? But I want to talk about stress today and in particularly stress adaptation mm-hmm. well <laughs> it, it does come back to that light bulb moment that we spoke about a few years ago now when when you interviewed me a bazillion years ago I really had to wait for a long time for a return invitation but I'm happy I got it in the end <laughs> um, <laughs> I think it's it's a really uh, common misconception that people have about stress because stress has got a bad rap there's elements of um, we've all got stresses around us and it really comes down to how well we are or are not adapting to stress and understanding what are some of the signs and signals that our body, and again, our, our, you could put it in simply in the triad again, is how, what are the signs and signals our body, head and heart are giving us that we're not adapting that well to stress right now. And there's certain signs that we all probably have seen at various points in our life. I know you and I both have personally experienced them quite significantly and Again, even with those points of stress where we might be showing signs of sickness in inverted commas, is the other side of that stress is usually where the gold sits, right? So I look at my journey with stress, which is part of what inspired my podcast, Be the Queen of Your Stress. That was another big bold step to hit record for the first time. Mm-hmm. And there's no, there's actually a photo on my Instagram where it's my face after I realised I recorded my first episode of Be the Queen of Your Stress, and I freaking left my microphone on mute oh, uh, so I, no. I, had, oh, I, I had to go amazing. all over again it was that moment where I was like oh my god like I've finally been bold enough to hit record after having planned this podcast for the last three years I'm finally hitting record and then and then I'm I'm sitting sitting there on mute so have you done the thing where sorry have you, Emma, have you done the thing where you get like the red hot guest that you were just so nervous to interview you have to visit the bathroom a couple of times before you press the zoom link right and then you forget to record that one have you ever done that thank you for bringing that up yes i have and thankfully it was my dear friend kim morrison so i didn't need to visit the bathroom before i was interviewing her because <laughs> I, I love and know kimmy but i did have to admit it to her afterwards when i'd rescheduled the interview i didn't tell her why until we actually were back on the second go at it um i'd said there was a technical issue and then when i told her she went you're a dickhead <laughs> went, would you yes, just kimmy, forget to hit record <laughs> Well, and these days now I actually have it at the top of any notes. Anytime I'm being the interviewer, it's like top in bold, absolute bold. Hit record. Hit record. 
hit record. But yeah, so I mean, in terms of my my really my professional journey has been all around the stresses that I've experienced, and then it's ended up putting me on a path. Whether that was chiropractic, because part of what inspired me to become a chiropractor was the fact that I used to always um, sprain my ankles as a teenager. I used to play a lot of sport, and every quarter I would sprain my ankles quite severely. And my dad had had his first stroke when I was 14 and mum had asked the chiropractor that dad had ended up seeing, could he help me with my ankles? Because it was really stressful as a kid that was playing rep sport when I was out for a couple of weeks, like every three months. Mm. And so um, when Dr. Ken checked my neck and I thought he was a lunatic because my ankle was the issue uh, and then he explained to me about brain-body connection and that the feedback loop wasn't working quickly enough, um, and on the way out, he said, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I said, a, a physiotherapist, not realizing that was somewhat offensive to a chiropractor. Um, he said, you might want to think about chiropractic. And it set me on a totally different journey, as did a back injury that I had when I was 16 playing rep cricket uh, where I couldn't walk for a few days after I'd hurt myself. It absolutely solidified that I was going to become a chiropractor. Um, and so same as, you know, I, could, I literally can map out the points of my life where I've been under significant stress and then the gold in terms of where I've ended up because of that stress has been quite phenomenal. So I look at each one of those points in my life, if I was time to timeline it back, with absolute gratitude. And I even look at that now with um, some of your listeners who might follow my podcast um, may know my mum passed away a couple of months ago. And the journey of my mum's cancer journey over the two years from her diagnosis to when she went up to her pink cloud I literally can timeline through those moments of stress how it actually brought me back to live in Sydney, how it got it encouraged me and inspired me to sell my practice down the coast and to really shift how my entire life was because of those stresses. So I, I look at those with um, – I'm not grateful my mum had to go through the pain of cancer, obviously, but I'm very grateful for what those stresses actually brought into my life. I hope that makes sense. Yes, it does. It absolutely makes sense. Now – before we we're sort of getting towards the end of the the interview now, but what I want to talk about is our choice of how we can show up. Like we get to to decide, right, how we're going to show up. And talk to me about fitting out to stand out. Oh, that's a goodie. That's probably a whole other podcast in itself. Eh? In a nutshell. But one, in a, <laughs> like in sixty seconds. Um, the, one of the things that I think in in mass media, I was actually writing about this today. In mass media, is we get particularly as women, we get this cookie cutter shape of what we're meant to look like, what we're meant to be, and I certainly don't fit into many of those. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> but for many many years, I I tried to, and I didn't really own who I was. Whether that was, um, I certainly never hid my sexuality, but I also didn't, and I still don't like. I don't wear rainbow flags, but I certainly don't hide my sexuality. <laughs> but I'm much more open about it these days. Uh, it's rainbow. no secret that I'm an I'm an openly gay woman. Um, it's no secret. It's no secret. Um, it's no secret that I am into holistic healthcare, and the way that I live my life is very open and honest, and it's raw and real. And in the same way that I'm into holistic healthcare, as I mentioned earlier, you and I met over a glass of wine because I believe in balance and living life and enjoying it as well within moderation. And my moderation might be different, might be the same, but I own me for all the aspects of me and I love those aspects and I understand that that probably does not fit into any box and I bloody own that. And what I find is the more I lean into exactly who I am, then the more I actually stand out and people are like, oh, I like that. And I see, and people see aspects of themselves in how I might show up. hope that makes sense. And so 
what it allows then is for people to be inspired by that you're a bit different, you know, that you're owning your quirks and ex- ex- eccentricities, if I can get that word out, mm-hmm. um, and it actually means that it becomes your unique point of difference or your unique selling point, particularly in business, because if we're all the same, then how do you actually stand out? How are you different? You know, do you write better copy? That may or may not work for you. But if if people actually can see your uniqueness as shining, then it's amazing how that actually allows you to stand out in business and really allow the collective of people that are meant to be your collective of people to find you. Because otherwise they're finding a, a watered-down version of you or a incongruent version of you. Um, and, and, again, that just doesn't float my boat. And it's one of those things often people will meet me and they go, oh, my God, you're the same in real life. I'm like, yeah, God, it would be bloody exhausting to have to be somebody different, wouldn't it? So true. It's so exhausting. And I think that's the key thing about this that I've figured out over the years because, you know, I, you know everyone's got certain things about them um, that they think might not be quite mainstream and accepted. Um, mine's my accent. I think that, you know, I've spoken about this before, but where I come from, my accent means that I'm stupid and poor. So why would anyone listen to me, you know, kind of thing. And and as the years go on, you think, actually, so many people tell me they love my accent. I love your accent. And you think, well, I'm not going to change the way that I talk, you know. And in fact, the more that I just be me and show up and, you know, I used to hide away from doing videos and audio and stuff because of my voice, you know, didn't want anyone to hear it. And I know I'm not the only one. People, A lot of people can't stand hearing the, the sound of their own voice. But, you know, the more you embrace that and you show up, as a complete version of you, that's when people are going to like you. <laughs> like if you're just like showing little bits of you or like, you know, the perfect little bits of you or, or, you know, like, oh, I'm in the wellness space. I better not post this picture of me having a drink of wine because, you know, <laughs> or I'm, I'm not quite the right weight or the right height or whatever it is that you've got that you think is your thing. It's, it's bullshit. And I think the more that you embrace, yeah, it's just less exhausting. <laughs> like you can just, if you just show up as you, you can just be you and you and you and you, you know, you don't need to like put on a face and then get home and be like, I can't see anyone for three days because that was just too exhausting. No, absolutely. And, you know, there are, there are many examples in the wellness space or in the motivational space of people that are living an incongruent life and they get really sick. You know, there's people, there's some very famous people, I won't name them on here, people can do their own research, but, you know, people that have millions of followers and they're living one life online and then suffering with deep depression in their real life because the gap between their reality and the fantasy world they've created is huge. Uh, and, And that gap space, which this is probably another podcast, is that gap that people create can create such anxiety, overwhelm, lead to depression, it's just not worth it. Whereas when you can actually really lean into yourself and lean into who you are and does it align, does what you do professionally, personally, does it align? Are you having to hide shit because you're worried that people are going to find out about it? Maybe Mm -hmm. don't do it would be my first suggestion. Mm -hmm. Or why is it so detrimental that you can't share it? Like I don't share all aspects of my life. People don't need to, well, you did ask me what I had for breakfast, but people don't need to know what I had for (laughs) breakfast, lunch and dinner. But you can pretty much guess what it's going to be because I, I share I share it like it's there's there's you know I don't need to share all aspects of my life there is important components that you keep for yourself and for your inner sanctum but the the general themes share. get shared <laughs> pardon say that again <laughs> they legally can't share 
Don't say that. Never, never, names H, never H. Never names H. Never H. Never names H. That's right. That's no kissing and telling. That's naughty. <laughs> no, I love it. And you know, like it's true. It's like those people in the wellness industry, and there are they are out there who you know they'll get on the bandwagon about you know how inflammatory vegetable oils are, but they're off at the at the weekend smoking cigarettes and taking class A drugs and and drinking like hard yeah. liquor, and it's like, huh. Wait, 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 what? Like that is just so out of alignment. But people follow them on social media and think, oh, my goodness, their life's perfect. Look at them hanging out with their family and they're eating amazing food. But, like, they're not. So, you know, don't yeah. do that. <laughs> be you. That would, not, that would not be my advice. And, that's look, it's one way to stand out, that's for sure, but it's, it's not sustainable. And I think that's an area that, um, you know, some of your listeners might be going, oh, but I don't look right or I don't sound right, just like what we're talking about. And mm-hmm. if, you, if you're living life in alignment, people can tell the difference. It's one of the things that often gets said to me and it gets said to me more now than ever, which is, you know, for example, if, if people will talk about how smiley I am or, you know, your smile just comes straight from your heart. And the reason why it can and that sense mm-hmm. of light and energy that comes from people like your beautiful self, that high vibe or from myself is because we genuinely do what we love. And it's it's very rare these days. Like, sure, there's stuff I've got to do that I consider being chores in inverted commas, but even when I've got to do chores, I do it with a smile because I understand where it's taking me or what the purpose is behind it. And it is in congruence with where I'm going. Yeah, and, and it's so also a good opportunity to, to get more, to have a bit of reflection and get a few more downloads. I always find... You know, just like tidying up the kitchen on a morning is a really good time to like get my head straight for the day as to what I want to tackle and achieve. And then like hanging out the washing is just another thing. You're like, oh, well, I'm outside in nature and um, reflect, reflect, think, think. It's, I think it's wonderful doing all those, doing all those chores. And I, and I know that the, the more that I'm sort of living in alignment, um, to, to use your word, uh, it's like this sort of, there seems to be so much more space in the week and in the day. And I'm like thinking it about you, you know, lunch with a friend on Friday, out with the inner circle on Tuesday. I mean, I'm sure you've got other cool things that are just, you know, making you weak. I'm, head- I'm, I'm heading out for drinks. I'm, I'm heading out for drinks. <laughs> After we finish recording, I'm dressed, ready to go. <laughs> but it's, look, it's, it's not hold so you <laughs> no, you can hold me up. It's it's one of those things. It's getting the balance right for you in the sense that um, there last week I had four nights in, which was really good. And this week I'm probably a little over scheduled, but it was just the nature of you know it never rains, but it pours is the nature of what was on this week. Um, so it's it's making sure that you've got enough fun time, enough downtime to really chill because, as you said, with the downloads that you get, and I love that you call them downloads. I do too. And why do I call them downloads? <laughs> is because they they literally just come into my brain yes. and I'm like, that's a freaking cool idea. I, it's, and it's often when I'm daydreaming or in that theta brainwave or doing the things that are automated, like you said, like cleaning up the kitchen. You don't have to put a lot of brain power into no. cleaning up the kitchen. And so it's when we're in those automated states of getting shit done that often those ideas, the bolts of lightning, the you know those downloads come that it's important either to – I always drop them down. I usually have a notebook or a piece of paper near me or my voice recorder so that I can get those ideas down. And then most important about those downloads that I know you and I both get, H, is the actually actioning them because yes. otherwise it turns into the book, The Secret, which everyone goes, where's my Ferrari? They said if I actually put it out there, the law of attraction meant that it came back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Not quite right. The, the law of attraction is, is that if you get the download, then you need to take the action steps to actually get there. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how you actually attract it in. Like, sure, you need the idea first of what you want to get, but then you've got to actually take the big, bold steps towards getting it done. Absolutely agree. So, Em, what's happening in the future for you? Like, what have you got in the pipeline? I know you've mentioned a few times your Ziva retreat. Can you tell us a bit more about that? And can anyone go to it or is it just an exclusive gig? Well, it is by application. <laughs> but but it, it, Don't it, it weirdos. is... Uh, no, you know, H, and I'm pretty sure I can swear. Hopefully I can. I have a no dickhead policy in life, so um, there's definitely no dickheads allowed. Um, Ziva Life Collective Retreat is something that we run every year. We were actually meant to run it a few weeks ago. We're recording in October, so it was meant to be in early October 2020, but we pushed it to uh, Feb 19, 2021. 20, uh, that's a lot of 21s in 2021. <laughs> so to be in far out Brussels. That's about, very in the that. future. I'm out. 2020, 2021. 202021. 20, no, so it's the 19th to 21st of 2021. Um, and it's held in this, we're holding it in a beautiful farm location in uh, Berry, which is just south of Sydney. And uh, we, we have spots for 16 people. I think we're already up to about eight, eight registration spots already gone. So um, to register for that, best place to go is to zivalifecollective.com. But you can also come to my website, alignedu.com.au, um, and there'll be links there. Or you can reach out to me and I'll, I'll point any, any of your listeners in the right direction. It's an awesome retreat. It's a women's retreat. It's a transformation retreat. It's not about uh, denying yourself anything. If you want to drink, you can drink. We actually, Negronis are usually the drink of choice of uh, the Ziva Life Collective. Uh, it's amazing. So, what, what are, hang on, what? Like, Back it up. Negronis. What are they? Negronis. Negronis. Oh, no, I had a Negroni H. Yes. So it's, it's my, one of my favourite thing. I need to come and hang out. I need to come back to Sydney, my friend. You always give me cool places and give me cool, cool <laughs> drinks. <laughs> That's it. Well, uh, so it's gin, campari and uh, vermouth. So it's, it's a hearty drink. Yeah. But it's, it's a weekend that it's uh, – so Ziva actually means in divine feminine. So it's about embracing your femininity and – not to be, there's a difference between embracing your femininity and also being too girly. And what I found at the time, part of the inspiration of the retreat was that um, at the time when I looked around at various women's retreats that were on offer, they were, they were really girly and frou-frou-y in my mind. And I'm not a girly girl. No. And a lot of my friends are not girly, frou-frou-y girls, if that makes sense. We're freaking strong-ass alpha women who also understand that we still function differently to a man but we often play in in male-dominated arenas and understanding that hanging out with other women who are also strong-ass women who are amazing can actually be really powerful because what we realise in our research, and you might have experienced this 2H, um, maybe or maybe not, is that a lot of women actually are scared of other women more than they're scared of men in their Yes. Because women will often cut women down faster than a man ever would. And so actually understanding that, how to hang out with other women and learn and grow. It's super powerful. And so anyway, our, our themes for next year will be around that. It will be, you know, really working on what's your version of femininity, how do you show up, uh, and also how to create your own reality in 2021. It was a conversation you and I were having off air, is that God knows what 2021 is going to look like globally, but what you can figure out is how are you going to show up in 2021? What do you want it to look like no matter what is going on externally around you? Because there is a choice in that. Um, in the amazing, strange-ass, weird world that we've lived in in 2020, there are people that I hang out with that, you know, they've had the best year they've ever had. 
they've had stress, they've had shit happen, but their reality that they choose to create is one where they're ready to pivot at any point in time. Their, their resilience is amazing. And so we're going to be talking a lot about that in February, which will be super freaking cool. And can you tell I'm a bit excited about it? Very. It sounds amazing. Like, really, it sounds yeah. super, super like cool. If the borders are open, you should totally come. Yeah, I should totally come. I haven't had a trip away for um, since. I'm not sure your borders will be open by then. Yeah, and I think we're just locked down forever. The lads can't even. <laughs> WM. You're in, you're Wait in a Ireland, while. don't you? Wait a while for it. Um, yes, but oh. for any of any of your folk on the east coast, uh, oh, and yeah. particularly if you're Heaps in South Wales, it, check check it out because it's um it is it's it's an amazing group of women that that come together and and generally uh, one of the lines that we use for Zebra it's where the misfits come to fit in. Oh, that's good. That, yeah, yeah. yeah it's people that you might not like feel like you really fit in anywhere, but when you when they arrive at Zebra, they're like, ah, this is where I'm meant to be. More weirdos like me. Brilliant. Correct. It's just the bar gets moved to where normal is. Yeah. I like that. That's really cool. Because, yeah, I do agree. There's, yeah, I'm definitely not a retreat goer because I don't want to eat vegan food and not have coffee or alcohol for a period of time and do yoga every morning. Just doesn't sound like fun. Um, but your retreat, your retreat. Well, also the other part that I didn't get to add yet was so Pauline Nguyen, who's the brilliant woman that I collaborate with for Ziva Life Collective, is so her family own Red Lantern. So as P would say, is her famous brother is Luke, who is the famous worldwide known chef. And so Pauline, Luke and Pauline's husband, Mark, started Red Lantern, which is quite a well-known restaurant in, in Sydney. And so Pauline's husband, Mark, actually comes and cooks for us the whole weekend too. So we have amazing, mm-hmm. nourishing, delicious food. Uh, we have amazing content. And it's a weekend where you really get to to get away, to check out so you can check back in at full pace. And it's really important for women that we, we have the opportunity to retreat. Um, it's something that is different from how a lot of women are looking after themselves. But when you actually do take that time away, it's amazing what it does for your energy and for that recharge that, that a lot of us need. And then the other thing that's going on for me, I'm well and truly in practice in Sydney now. So my integrative practice is in Alexandria in Sydney. So people, again, can jump on the website if they want to see me one-on-one. Uh, and there, there's watch this space. There's exciting stuff coming up in 2021. I can't announce all of it yet because some of it's still in that pipeline moment. I can imagine. I know what you're like with your amazing pipelines of exciting <laughs> new stuff on the horizon. So I will be watching this space to see how that all unfolds. Now you said that the best place for the listeners to um, stay in touch is on your Facebook Aligned You Collective so people can Yeah, there's find absolutely. You. If people want to find me on a more regular basis is I have a closed Facebook group on <laughs> ironically, not ironically, on Facebook. So if you search Aligned You in groups, you'll see Aligned You Collective pop up. Request to join. Let me know that you've heard um, us on this podcast and then I will let you in. I post in there every weekday and I do live videos in there as well. You'll also get announcements of what's coming up next in my world and sphere as far as that's concerned. Um, Or to follow along on Insta, either Dr. Maria Z is my more personal page where you see lots of pictures of Atlas Ray of Sunshine, my dog, and what's going on for me personally, or aligned.u, which is the Aligned You page. And Atlas eating your nun at hemp granola, which was a funny he really <laughs> oh, I thought you liked, would like that. I did. She really did. She, she bent basically wants any food that I'm eating. She's absolutely a, a food gut. Speaking of food, um, so you've had the granola, um, which did you like it? I loved it. It was delicious, I believe I said. <laughs> 
just checking. Just wanted you to say that for the people. Yeah. Um, and also, <laughs> I <fully> appreciate it. <laughs> and also, as a guest on the podcast, as you know, that I will be sending yeah. um, a gift. So, do you have any requests? I know you, you've pretty much tried everything. Um, in the- oh, look, if, you, if if some cookies arrived on my doorstep, I'd be pretty bloody happy. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to lie. Any wellness summit event that or wellness base camp event that your prime ministers are at, uh, there's usually a couple of bags of cookies that end up or gummies that end up uh, in my bag for about five minutes and they don't usually make it to lunchtime. Cookies it is. I will send you some cookies. <laughs> you, you They're build. pretty bloody amazing. Cool. Thank you. No, they are. They're so yummy. I do like them. I order a batch a week. From- Lucky. I order a batch <laughs> a week. if you bloody didn't. <laughs> uh, this this is a shit recipe. I'll just share it with the world. Yeah. No, I'll just this is my shittest recipe ever. Let's see how that goes. <laughs> now I'm just looking at our list of things that we wanted to talk about, and we only got through uh, two uh, of the five. <laughs> so, I wasn't, I wasn't sure which direction you wanted to go to. <laughs> we'll have to schedule another show at uh, some point next year. In, in, in another two years, you'll have me back on and then we'll do the same thing. I'm sure I'll be talking about slightly different things in a couple of years. And I think that's one of the things if we've sort of, it, before we finish off today, I think for your listeners is to understand that whether it's business life or personal life, we're, things are always changing. You don't have to stay in a status quo. And so it's what we talked about a couple of years ago, yeah. sure, there's common themes that I'm still talking about, but, I mean, if you probably put the two um What's the right word? The work that we did, our pre-work that we did before our recording, they're probably a bit different. My business name is different. Just because I had a, five other websites didn't mean I couldn't close five websites and, and start all over again. And it's where, where well, the choice is if you choose to evolve is that yes. it's okay to change. That was the word I was okay thinking of as you were talking. It's, it's an evolution. And, it, you know, we, we sort of think we have to hold on to the same partner or the same business name or the same job or the same whatever it is because we you know we think oh what'll happen if that goes you know I've always done that um like you selling your I'm a shining example that you can you are. do all of that in a very short period of time eh? the time I've and known you you've done all of those things right and I'm like, <laughs> yes no I actually have done all of those things um in a very short period of time mm-hmm. and what's funny is when you're actually in that state of evolution is you don't realize how much you're doing and often people go oh, what are you up to I'm going nothing they go, oh, what's been going on? And then I start listing and they go, what do you mean you haven't been up to anything? And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, maybe I've done a couple of things. It's just like but where to start. You, I hate that question. Exactly. What, how are you? What's happening? You're like that. Um, where do you want me to start? Nothing. 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 Just Fine. the huge. Good. Thanks. Fine. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so, it is, so having that openness to change I think is, is um, and it, it's not making changes for the sake of making changes either. Like no, all those things that have happened in the last two years have been, some of them have been heartbreaking and uh, have had me on the floor in tears and, you know, you've got to dust yourself off and pick yourself up and go, well, F off universe, what's next? Mm. But it also builds a, a level of resilience that and a knowing and I have an unwavering internal certainty now knowing that uh, things will always work themselves out. Even well, when the shit is hitting the fan is I have an unwavering knowing that it will work itself out. And whilst I might not see the reasons why certain things have happened over the last couple of years, is that when I go for my walk every morning with my big fur ball at the ray of sunshine around our, <laughs> our local area, I literally am in awe and in a state of gratitude of I live in a really freaking cool area. You know, what has come into my world has been phenomenal. Um, it doesn't mean the shit didn't come with it. 
it was not it's not always rainbow and sunshine um but it's it's actually going quite you know for all of those stresses the cool stuff that's come out the other side uh would i necessarily want to do it in the same way i can't say i would but i understand that each part of those part of that journey has got me exactly where i am right now and for that i'm very grateful Beautiful note to end on and absolutely concludes everything that we've discussed in this episode. Em, thank you so much for being on the show today. Oh, yeah. Love you to bits. Thank you. Awesome. You're a dead set legend. Thanks very much. Thank you, H, and right back at you for all of those things and love you lots too. If you want to learn how to create and sell nutritious, honest food, help more people, be part of a supportive community, and start your own home business that's in alignment with your highest values, then the Primalista license is for you. Head over to primalalternative.com to find out how this works. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.